Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, welcome to Q&A. We're so glad you're here with us this morning. And so you'll notice there's a number up on the screen. That's your opportunity to send in questions this morning, anything that might be stirring in your heart and your mind from this morning. And so we've got Mm. some questions that have already come in. So we'll get started. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we'll get kicked off here. We have some questions regarding sharing the gospel. Um, I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, great reminder. It's not for us to know when, but it's for me to share the gospel. And so Mm. um, question here, I have multiple conversations weekly about the Lord and how he's worked Ah. in my life. Is that considered a gospel conversation? Yeah, that's that's a... that's a very fair question because I, and I think maybe that's rooted in, I said, not just uh, good conversations or even God conversations, but gospel. Yeah, I think when I say a gospel conversation, I mean when we get to that which is more specifically regarding Jesus. Um, it's pretty safe even in our current world to talk about God in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as long as we don't get too narrow, it, what I'm saying in terms of safe in this world, well, as long as we don't get too narrow and we don't start talking specifically about sin mm. and a Savior and the person and work of Jesus. Uh, lots of people are would consider themselves religious, uh, would have formed in their own mind an idea of God, of a God who is a love or a God who is personal or a God is powerful, but they've shaped, if you will, not a literal idol out of wood or stone like you see in previous civilizations and cultures, but they have formed a God in their own image, in their own mind, and they have worshiped that God according to what they think versus what the scripture says. So to the specific question uh, and what I was getting at of moving from God conversations to gospel conversations is it's often easy to start with church, Um, just kind of that's an activity kind of understood with, hey, where do you go go to church? Did you grow up going to church? Or tell me a little bit about your spiritual journey. Those are great opener Mm -hmm. conversations that uh, think of a funnel. And so we start broad and, and we try to go to more and more specific, but sometimes we just get caught at the top of the funnel. Mm-hmm. and spiritual and God, but not down to the exclusivity of the gospel and the person of Jesus and the the need for a Savior because of sin, because um, the reality of sin and therefore under condemnation, that's often offensive to folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, offensive in the sense of, well, I'm not perfect, but I'm not that bad. You get the weights and balances. Yes, yeah. I'm not. Th- I'm not perfect. I'm not that bad. And condemnation sounds like that's for really bad people. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot 
of people worse than me. That can be the, the mindset. So when we get to sin, salvation, and the work of Jesus and the cross and the resurrection, those are gospel. Now, if I understood the question correctly, the question said, I've been talking about what uh, God and I'm going to has done in my life. I'm going to assume that you have specifically identified Jesus as the one who has done the work in your life. That's a gospel conversation. Your testimony is a gospel conversation. Mm -hmm. Years and years ago, when I first came to the chapel, we used to do baptisms in people's backyards or sometimes at the beach. And... I, I like, well, I especially, I was never a huge fan of the backyard uh, baptism because we want it to be a public profession. Uh, the beach is kind of cool. It's very much a celebration of the work of God, the work of Jesus in our heart in God's creation. But so often people don't get to hear the gospel declared in story form, which is a person's testimony. And the beauty of this morning was everybody who came and everybody who listened and everybody who will listen in the coming weeks will hear the gospel in story form through a the personal testimonies and powerful testimonies oh, so of powerful. delivering from sin and slavery to sin in real life mm-hmm. from prison to video games, which is a prison in itself for so many. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yes, when we share our testimony, when we share what God has done in our life through the person of Jesus, that's a gospel conversation. Mm. Absolutely. Um, Another question here about that. Um, Should we speak the gospel only when we are prompted by the Spirit? That's an interesting uh, question. Um, And I say interesting. I can tend to be uh, ungodly in my sarcasm at times. And so I was trying to... (laughs) You're smiling as if you know that to be true. Um, (laughs) And I didn't want to be there in that moment. Yes, you should only speak the gospel when you're prompted by the Spirit. There's, please, I hope no one goes, well, uh, and I said that. I tried to say that pretty clearly, but uh, according to the power of the Spirit and the work of God and the grace of God, I'm going to step into the conversation that He gives. I'm not interested in us kicking down doors in people's lives with because we so we can check a box. That's not what we're attempting to do. So Jesus said uh, multiple times throughout the Gospel of John, fantastic reading, he regularly says, I only do what the Father told me to do, and I only say what the Father tells me to say. He was living a spirit. Even the Son of God, wrapped in human flesh, was living a spirit-directed life, uh, how the Father was prompting him. And so we should seek to do the same. It's, but we have to be have our spiritual antenna up, uh, which means... Um, like regularly, I have to say, Lord, I know I can become so preoccupied with my own stuff, my own life, mm-hmm. the things that are important to me, and in that preoccupation, miss the prompting of the Spirit. So, yes, we should only share as the Spirit prompts us, but in order to be ready for the Spirit's prompting, I need to confess when I am distracted and uh, consumed with my own stuff. And 
ask the Spirit to help me to discern and step into with courage his prompting. Otherwise, because it's possible to miss the Spirit's prompting. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. Or to know it and then to shrink back from it. So those yes. are the two hurdles that I need to get past. I missed it because I was consumed with with other stuff or I wanted other things more or I knew it, but I stepped out either because I was afraid or because I didn't want to invest the minutes or the time or the energy that it would take. I, I can sometimes be in a hurry and go, oh, this will take a while and I don't really want to stand here and I don't really want to engage in this or I don't want to really have the follow-up that this is going to require. And so the spirit opens the door, but I don't step through because of my own junk. So that's what I want us to be uh, be aware of in all of our lives, of how we either miss it or we see it and then don't seize it. Mm. So kind of a broader question here about the series that we're entering. And the question is, is it normal to feel some anxiety when learning about revelations? Huh. Um, well, it depends what the anxiety is uh, rooted in. I want to be careful in terms of what I would say would be normal. Uh, if the anxiety is rooted in you're kind of a, um, I want to know more specifics and there's not enough detail. It's a little too blur. I get the what, but the not the, I just get the what and kind of some big blocks, not in specifics. And I don't really know when. Again, we talked a lot about that. If that's where the anxiety is coming from, yeah, I can declare that as normal, but let's not stay there. Just right. because it's normal doesn't mean we should stay there. It's normal. It's normal for me to be anxious and worried about finances. And it's n normal for me to be anxious and worried about having to speak in front of people because I'm a chicken. But that doesn't mean that because that's normal for me, I want to live there. It's normal for us to live in the flesh. So um, I don't want to live there. If the anxiety is because, or the, uh, what was the word? Was it anxious? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, if I'm anxious because I'm afraid I'm not ready, then I can relate to that. I've, I think I've shared multiple times, don't mind sharing again, there was a point in my life that, that I knew the what, the next what was the rapture. And I was lived in a lot of fear that I might not get taken. Mm. And it was a horrible thing. I mean, I was a kid, but I have very distinct memories of coming home from school, expecting other people to be in the house, not and nobody being there and literally running, I'm not, I'm not joking here, literally running around the house afraid that I was going to find piles of clothes where my mom and my sister and my brother had been raptured and I had been left behind. And so there was anxiety in my heart because I had lack of assurance of salvation. So if that's where the anxiety is coming from, it's not a, hey, I'm uncertain in, about the future, but I'm uncertain about my relationship with the Lord and my readiness for his coming, then uh, here would be an important distinction for you. I used to try to go back and say, well, let's talk about when you think you did trust in Christ and determine were you sincere. I've never felt 
never found that to be helpful. Instead of going back and trying to determine, were you sincere at some point in your past? I think it's far better to say, Lord, by your grace, you've given me breath in this moment. And in this moment, I want to sincerely declare that I admit I'm a sinner. And I believe that your son paid the penalty for my sin, and I am putting my trust in him and receiving his forgiveness and the spirit of God to live a new life. Forget about trying to determine the sincerity of your past and place your faith in Christ in the moment that he's given to you right now, that your fear would be gone because you have an assurance of salvation. First John chapter five, he who has the son has life. He who does not have the son does not have life. So determine if you have the son or not. And if you do, then all anxiety about readiness can go away. I mean, I can identify with this question. So being in middle school, right when yeah. 2000 was hitting, uh, and, there was a Y2K, and there was all yes. this fear and the Left Behind series was out and it was so much focused on the fear yeah. and the unknown of it. I remember having fear through that uh-huh. and it wasn't the focus on sharing the gospel. Right. It was on the fear of the unknown. And I totally remember struggling with that. But I would say over time, as my relationship with the Lord has grown and I've learned to trust Him and the small things and experiences in life that now I can say, I may not understand mm. it all. And I'm the one who wants the details. Yeah, I want I want to know why, I want to know how, the right. ins and outs. If I can trust Him in all of these things and I can trust Him in my salvation, I can trust Him with my future. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, over time I've kind of gotten to that point. Yeah. I don't understand it all. But I know you're bigger than this, God. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna trust you with it. So your fear, and I appreciate you jumping in here. Your fear was not, I'm not sure I'm ready. You knew that you knew the Lord, yeah. that you would go to heaven. Your fear was, I'm anxious about how this is all gonna play yeah, out. What's this and, whole going in the sky thing? What's right. the, like the I didn't I can't wrap my head around it? Right. Right. Yeah, there's so much. And and I'm not I don't wanna claim this as something uh, about me. This is something that the Lord has done in my heart. Uh, lots of detail stuff like that. Though I'm a, I like detail in terms of my own planning and life. Um, there's so much detail in terms of stuff that I don't understand about the world and how it functions and um, about the future. For whatever reason, the Lord's given me a contentment with, I, I get the big rocks and I don't understand the little pebbles, but there's a lot of pebbles I don't understand mm. in life and I can trust him with that. Now, that, understood, that said, uh, I think a lot of that is because I do believe in a pre-tribulational rapture. If I did not believe that the Lord was going to take us before the tribulation, I would have some angst about, man, what is going to happen to me? What's going to happen to Jackie? What's going to happen to our believing kids? And how awful is it going to be for us as we suffer? Now, we may suffer before the rapture. Sure. But the suffering described in the tribulation is horrible. Mm. And so I have uh, mounds and mounds and mounds of peace and I think relief that my understanding is the Lord will take us, Revelation 4 and 5, to worship him before 
the wrath begins to be poured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of where I've landed. Like, well, I'm not going to be here for that, so I'm right. just going to trust the Lord. Right. And all the other details that I get, those pebbles, yeah. I think that's a good description. I feel like I have a lot of those pebbles where I'm like, okay, this one, Lord, it's yours. Like, And it's mm-hmm. just over time been able to hand those over as my relationship with the Lord has grown. Yeah. Just to say, all right, I can't, I don't understand it. I won't till I get to heaven. You, yeah. you choose to let me know how, so I'm going to turn him over. And, and neither of us, uh, I hope you here, are flipping about the fact that, oh, we're not going to be here, so who cares? Well, I care in the sense that it's going to be awful for those who are here. And right. when I consider the people in my life who mm. do not know the Lord, and if the Lord was to uh, call us to meet him in the air today and they would be living during that tribulational period... It's going to be hell on earth. It'd be right. awful. So I'm not flipping about, hey, I won't be here, so who Absolutely. cares? Yeah, and I, I'm glad and you're you weren't saying you that as well. I know you weren't yeah. saying that. Glad uh, and I don't think we should. I think, again, that's why Jesus said, uh, let's be urgent for redeeming the time and sharing the gospel. Yeah, and he's given us a challenge in this time, a directive on what we should be actively pursuing, yeah. which is sharing the gospel, not waiting around wondering and fretting, right? go to it. Like right. we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. We've been given a, a direction. Yes. Very grateful for that. So, so grateful. Um, let's see. Oh, someone did ask if it'd be possible for the church to get a printout of the completed chart <laughs> that you have here. We will post that on our website. For so three just easy look- payments of this <laughs> Total joke. Yes, yes absolutely. We will, we will definitely do that. So I wanted to let you know that would be up there. So I'm really grateful for all of your questions. This is going to be an exciting series. Yeah. I'm excited to sit and to learn um, what scripture has to hold through all these, even though this is something in my past that really did cause me anxiety. And hmm. honestly, I've avoided huh. studying Revelation because of it. So I, I'm just grateful. So I will be walking with it through <laughs> with everyone else and just yeah. praying that the Lord really opens my eyes and my heart to what he has for mm. us in this process. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, even though it's something in the past that I've avoided. Good. Yeah, and I, I hope it will encourage folks, not just in our curiosity about the future, but strengthen us in our faith. I hope, uh, I'm going to try to do, you don't know this, I want to do, I have a picture that I want to share tomorrow and kind, of, in, in kind of a good word from the Lord tomorrow. Awesome. Um, so forward to it. I hope it will set perspective on why knowing the future really matters today. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for walking us through this this morning. I appreciate all your questions and really hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.